Hello and welcome back to the Metal Says Podcast. I'm your host, JB. Straight out the gate, I'm going to apologise for my voice. I am coming out with a bit of a cold, but I want to get this episode recorded before my voice deteriorated any more. So I do make apologies for that ahead of the show. What we're going to do this week is round up some of the big news that's happening in the world of rock and metal, focus on some tours and some releases. First up in the news, you probably didn't miss this one, Ozzy Osbourne collaborating with rapper Post Malone. If you heard this track, it's not too bad. It's off of Post Malone's new album, Hollywood's Bleeding. The track is called Take What You Want. It's not too bad, actually. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but I personally quite like it. I think it's it's pretty understated, but it's uniquely Ozzy's take on things. And while I listened to it, I couldn't help but wonder how this whole thing came about, how Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne came together, because for a crossover, this is pretty huge. I know there were some Post Malone fans on Twitter um, seemed to think that Ozzy Osbourne was some sort of new artist, some new singer-songwriter out there, and that Post Malone was giving him a platform to peddle his music on on Post's new album, which is quite obviously amusing to anyone who knows who Ozzy Osbourne is or has the faintest idea who Ozzy Osbourne or Black Sabbath are and what they've done for not just the world of heavy metal, but the world of music in general. So it was quite amusing to see these this new generation of fans who had no idea who Ozzy Osbourne was before Post Malone was giving him a hand up. Um, if anything, I think it could be the other way around. I think there's a lot of people who are very aware of Ozzy, especially in our community, in the metal world, that um, probably don't know who Post Malone is. So I like that it's gone both ways. Maybe we'll see more people listening to Ozzy from that side of things, and maybe vice versa. Maybe more people will get into Post Malone. He's, as rappers go, as, as sort of chart music goes, it's not the worst stuff you could listen to. There's definitely, um, there's definitely things out there that are less tolerable than Post Malone's music. He, he plays a little bit of guitar and he's got a healthy respect for rock and metal. I think this crossover is is massive for him. I mean, he's, he's not been around a huge amount of time, um, especially in the sort of limelight. So I think this is, um, this is good for his career. And some information has come out that uh, Ozzy Osbourne is now, he's apparently made album number 12 and he's used the same producer that worked on Post Malone's album, Hollywood Bleeding, that this collaboration track features on, um, produced by the name of Andrew Watt. So it seems that he enjoyed working with Andrew Watt so much on this collaboration track with, with Post Malone that he called him up after the process and got him on board to record album number 12. So new music from Ozzy. So even if you don't know the track, if you if you have no time for Post Malone or, or rap or hip hop in general or anything like that, at least we've got something out of this and that's more fresh music from the man that just will not quit the Prince of Darkness himself, Ozzy Osbourne. He did, however, in true Ozzy fashion, give Postman a little bit of a put down and said that he'd never heard of him before this collaboration, which is quite amusing and quite ironic with the earlier point that Post Malone fans don't really know who Ozzy Osbourne is. So it's quite funny that he didn't know who the kid was, as he puts it, before he'd signed up for the collaboration, which answers the question I had. Had the two met previously? Had they, um, did they feature face-to-face? I'm assuming with, with Ozzy's age and possibly Post Malone's schedule that it was a remote job. I can't see Ozzy and Post Malone spending that much time in the studio. I could be wrong. I haven't looked into it that much, but it seems to be Ozzy recorded his section of songs and it was put together by Andrew Watt at a later date. Either way, we're getting new music 
from Ozzy Osbourne, which is great album number 12, and he claims this is the greatest recording he's ever done, and this was misconstrued in the in the media. Post Malone seemed to think that Ozzy was referring to their collaboration as the greatest thing Ozzy's ever done. In fact, when you look at the what the conversation, the way the conversation actually went, he's talking about this new album is possibly the greatest thing he's ever done, and it's off the back of working with Post Malone not the actual work with Post Malone himself. So Ozzy wanted to come out and clear that up and that's when he added in that he'd never heard of Post Malone before he collaborated with him. In true Ozzy fashion, always quick on the zingers, always quick on the one-lines to put people down. Either way, heart of gold, that man. We all love Ozzy and the more music he makes, the better in my eyes. So check that out if you haven't already. The track is called Take What You Want and it's from the new Post Malone album, Hollywood's Bleeding. Give the album a listen, why not? Like I say, it's not the worst thing out there. The first Bloodstock headliner is to be revealed on the 30th of September. That's a little over a week at the time of recording. If you've checked out Bloodstock Open Air's social media, you would have seen the post, the devil horns being thrown up by the Bloodstock Babe and the title 30th September. Now, obviously, 2019 saw Parkway Drive as the biggest talking point on the Bloodstock stage. Now, a lot of people didn't think they were a good fit for what is considered a more of a traditional, more pure heavy metal festival, but Parkway Drive went out there, they changed a lot of minds, and they silenced a lot of critics. So, will Bloodstock continue this trend of bringing in artists you wouldn't normally expect on their build to headline? We'll find out in a few days. Not much speculation I've been able to see online flying around. It seems to be pretty hush-hush from the Bloodstock camp. I'm for one excited to see who they will bring in to headline the 2020 show. I'm going to try and get down to the Bloodstock Festival. It's one that I haven't been able to attend in the past. So maybe it'll be a really exciting headliner for my first Bloodstock. Who knows? We'll find out on 30th of September. Keep tuned to Bloodstock's official social media channels to find out who that is. Now, another piece of news that's probably not a surprise to many people. Metallica have been named the world's biggest touring act, and that's according to a new study from Polestar. Now, like I say, not going to take many people by surprise. The news broke not so long ago that uh, Metallica grossed over $30 million in just five shows last week. That's an insane amount of money. We all know Metallica is more of a brand than a band nowadays. Love them or hate them, you can't, you can't deny their success and what they've done for heavy metal in general. Ask anyone who's as far disconnected from the world of heavy metal and rock as possibly can be, and they would have heard of Metallica, no doubt. $30 million grossed in just five shows last week. That's the sort of deal. They're the sort of numbers we're dealing with here. So this study from Polestar goes on and breaks down the numbers. They did the maths and they found out that Metallica sold over 22 million tickets, grossing $1.4 billion in touring since 1982. That's $1.4 billion, with a B, dollars from tours since 1982, selling 22 million tickets. Absolutely huge, staggering numbers there. Like I say, not much of a surprise. We all know Metallica are possibly the biggest band in the world and will probably go down in history, especially with figures like that. Now, we've seen some memes flying around about System of a Down fans waiting for new music, waiting for news from the band, especially with releases from Slipknot and Tool in recent weeks. It seems that System of Down fans are getting thrown a 
Bone. The band have promised to be back on the road next year, 2020. No real confirmation of a North American tour yet, but Europeans are definitely getting to see System live. And I believe Finland on June 25th, 2020 has been announced. So Finland, June 25th, 2020, System of a Down. They've also been confirmed for next year's Rock AM Ring and Rock IM Ring in Germany. Alongside bands such as Deftones, Weezer, Korn, Bowlby, Offspring, Disturbed, all the old school names. That is going to be an awesome festival to get down to if you're in that area of the world or can get to that area in the world. So that's System of Down, back on the road in 2020 in Europe for sure, possibly North American. I can't see why they wouldn't. Band have had a lot of trouble over the years. It's, it's sad to see they were one of the more unique acts that came out of that sort of wave of new metal and, and really looked like they were going to survive. Surgeon is such a creative and unique artist that he deserves to be out there in the forefront. And if he could be out there putting new music out with System Without, that would be fantastic. Who knows? They've obviously put some sort of differences aside, some of the differences aside, to to get out there on the on the road and hit the European festival circuit at least. Maybe this will help. Maybe this can can heal some of those rifts and who knows? They might enjoy touring and playing together so much that they get back in the studio and release something. Who knows? Hopefully, that would be fantastic if that happens. You have to stay tuned to find out. Now, talking of bands that we want to see new music from, the discussion around a possible Murder Dolls comeback has arisen. AC Slade was asked by the press about a possible Murder Dolls comeback. This question has popped up quite a bit with various members of the band. Uh, he said he would absolutely love to make a new Murder Dolls record. Uh, we know Wednesday 13 is you know, possibly putting out the best music of his career at the moment, so he's on a high. He's touring, he's in a, a good position. Jerry Jordison is still on the scene. I know he's working on a few projects. Not a massive amount of noise from the Jordison camp, but he's still out there on the scene. Who knows? But, but those three, the core of the group, come back, bring in a couple of other members and, and maybe knock out a new Murder Dolls record. And a tour, that would be fantastic. I mean, the, the debut album in the Valley of the Murder Dolls was phenomenal for its time. It's a little bit aged now, it's a little bit dated when you listen to it. I had it on earlier just to sort of reminisce through it and it doesn't really hold up today but it is it is what it is. It's trashy, it's that horror punk metal, it's exactly what it was supposed to be and it worked for the time. The second album yeah, is a little bit weaker than that. You know, they've all matured as musicians and I think with what Wednesday 13's putting out at the moment, his input onto a new Murder Dolls record would really make something special, It'd be a really good album to hear and I hope that that happens, but this discussion has happened time and time again and it seems various factors, especially AC Slade, he wants to, to have a Murder Dolls reunion, but who knows, it might happen, it may not, I personally would like to see it, I think it'd be great to see a new Murder Dolls record and a Murder Dolls tour, I mean that'd be really cool. For all you vinyl collectors and special edition hunters out there, Black Dahlia Murder, they are reissuing the Deflorate album on coloured vinyls and these come out on October the 4th through Metal Blade Records. You say this is a reissue and this was announced on September 17th. They're currently on tour with Black Label Society and Alien Weaponry, that is one hell of a lineup there. Uh, Metal Blade press releases that on October 4th, the Black Dahlia Murder will reissue vinyl releases of the classic album Deflorate by Metal Blade Records. So, there's a number of vinyl versions that you can get. You can get 
the Sacrificial Seal Teal. This is an opaque teal marbled vinyl. This is exclusive to the US and limited to 500 copies only. There's a Sandstorm Sky Blue. So this is described as clear with blue smoke vinyl. And again, US exclusive, limited to 500 copies. There's the Astral Travel Yellow. This is a transparent yellow with black smoke vinyl. Again, exclusive to the US, limited to 500 copies. There's 180 gram black vinyl, exclusive to the EU. There's a clear steel blue marbled vinyl. This is another EU exclusive. This is limited to even less. This is 300 copies on there. There's the pastel orange beige marble vinyl. That sounds like a great one. That's limited to 200 copies. So they're getting rarer here. And then you've got clear with red and yellow splatter vinyl. That's an EU web shop exclusive limited to just 100 copies. And the sulfur yellow marbled vinyl. Again, an EU web shop exclusive also limited to 100 copies. So, plenty to get your teeth into. You can definitely pick out some of them. The limited copies there, the, the two that are limited to 100, the, the yellow and red splatter and the yellow marble, they are gonna go quickly. So if you want these, head over to Metal Blade and check out the pre-order section and grab them while you can. If you want the others, try and get them imported from the US, why not? One of them. This is actually a brilliant collection. There's a picture of them here. We'll put that up on social media so you can take a look. Also in release news, Mono Lord are set to drop their debut on Relapse Record. It's called No Comfort and is scheduled for release on Friday the 20th of September on vinyl with multiple editions available. That's uh, Mono Lord's first album on Relapse Record, Friday the 20th of September on vinyl. Metal Blade are to reissue classic Anacurus albums Suffering Hour and Reason are being released on 27th of September and Manic Impressions, Screams and Whispers are being released on November the 15th. These are available as Digipack CDs with bonus tracks and limited edition vinyls as well. You can pre-order over at Metal Blade if you want to get your hands on those reissues. Also, there's a new Angel Witch album on the way. That's due out on November the 1st and it's called Angel of Light. I am excited for that new angel which is always welcome so check that out angel of light when that drops on november the first now on to some tour news machine head have announced extra dates for the burn my eyes tour they have added friday june the 5th 2020 at alexandra palace in london and saturday the 6th of june 2020 at the birmingham o2 academy that is on the back of all November UK dates being sold out and unforeseen demand for tickets. So get involved with that. Friday, June the 5th and Saturday, June the 6th at Addy Pally and the Birmingham O2 respectively. 2020, the Burn My Eyes tour. It's going to be huge. Great to see Machine Head back out on the road with some of the older material, especially from the recent changes uh, to the band itself in the lineup and a little bit of a different direction in their music. I think this is so popular because people really want to, to get back into that old school machine head and burn my eyes widely considered their best album it's going to be a phenomenal tour if you can get involved with that something a little bit different the ragnarok festival kicks off on the 17th of november that's at the Brickmakers and the b2 venue in norwich uk this features bands such as sellsword blood oath 13 earthbound Stormrider, jackal's backbone and many many more this is an all-day event 
Tickets, £10 in advance, £15 on the door. You cannot argue with that price. Get out there and support this show. The more we support shows like this, these smaller all-day festivals, the more this, the scene will grow and these, these smaller bands can reach a wider audience. And it's just, you, you've got to get down to the roots of, of the metal scene and support these smaller acts and help them out. Get down there, buy some merch, support these bands and just have a great time. It's going to be an absolute brilliant day. I am planning on heading down there. That's the Ragnarok Festival, 17th of November, Brickmakers and B2 venue in Norwich, UK. £10 in advance or just £15 on the door. It's an absolute steal. Get down there, check out some bands you may not be familiar with and just show some love. The third Badger Fest is coming up. That's on Friday the 18th and Saturday the 19th of October and there's 22 bands spread across the two days. Bands such as Desecration, Luna's Call, Master Charger, 40,000 Leagues, 100-Year-Old Man, Mastiff, Barbarian Hermit, Sworn Amongst, Wolf Bastard. The whole thing kicks off on Friday at 6pm till 11pm and resumes 1pm till 11pm on the Saturday. That's the 18th and 19th of October. Do a quick online search for Badger Fest and check out the details. We've got the Damnation Festival on the 2nd of November at Leeds University in the UK. Heavily black metal festival all day. Check out the headliners Mayhem and Opeth are headlining alongside bands such as Infernal Sea, Venom Prison, Primordial, Raging Speedhorn. It's going to be one hell of a heavy day. Get yourself down Leeds University on the 2nd of November for Damnation and check out the tour poster. We'll pop one up on the Instagram. That is going to go off and it's an absolute steal. These smaller shows, you know, they don't get the, the wider press. They don't get circulated as much and you can see some fantastic bands on it. Mayhem and Opeth, it's worth getting down there just for that. Infernal Sea, personally think they're a fantastic band. They play in my local area quite a lot. Definitely check them out. Venom Prison, I've been wanting to see them for a while. Raging Speedhorn, you can't turn down a chance to see them. So get in on that. That's the Damnation Festival on the 2nd of November at Leeds University. On to some new music. Now Korn have released their new album and there's a full review up at metalsaves.co.uk so be sure to head over there and check that out and give the album a new listen. Some new singles that are worth noting As I Lay Dying have released a new single Blinded. Ghost are back with a two track seven inch single that's Mary on a Cross and Kiss the Go-Goat. Kiss the Go-Goat also has a video to accompany it. Got a great 60s vibe to it, really good track. Good to see Ghost back at it and looking forward to new material from them. Lacuna Coil released a new single called Reckless. Of Mice and Men have dropped a taste of regret. Alter Bridge are still ramping up towards their new tour cycle and they've released In the Deep from their new album. Life of Agony are back on the scene and have released single Lay Down. Cancer Bats are back with Dog Parks slash Switch Off. And a little bit of death metal thrown in there for you. Cattle Decapitation have released One Day Closer to the End of the World. And as I mentioned earlier, Wednesday 13 is putting out some fantastic material at the moment. He's got a track that features Alice Cooper. That's called Necrophase. Definitely check that out. That's a roundup of pretty much all the big news items you need to be aware of. Thank you for sticking with me and my terrible voice on this episode. Also, apologies that we skipped a week due to unforeseen circumstances. As I've said on the other episodes, we are still starting out. We're still a small platform. 
We are working on it. We promise better audio on the podcast and more content in the future. If you have listened to our previous episodes, we can't thank you enough. And we really appreciate you sticking with us while we grow. And with that, I will catch you next time. (laughs) 